അടിയന്റെ വായിലെ വാക്കുകളും ഞങ്ങളുടെ ഹൃദയങ്ങളിൽ എത്താനും അങ്ങേക്ക് പ്രസാദങ്ങളായിരിക്കും മാറാകട്ടെ Achen, as Israel Achen's daughter, 
And uh, you know, even as a youngster, I grew up respecting the man that Achin was, and uh, continues uh, that image. Uh, Achin Kochama's brother, Noble Achin, again a good friend, very good friend uh, when he was doing his BD. So a lot of connection and a lot of memory as it comes. So Mitra and Dilkama, our introduction, Shamikanam. But just how much it means to us, I just wanted to uh, reflect. And so therefore, when we think about the message today, Holy Eucharist, Vishuddha Eucharist Board, it is indeed a constant reinforcement of what God is doing in our lives. And that is the memory. And I will not be able to do justice to that topic uh, with uh, you know the, den the, with the depth and density that Achan would normally treat this with. But I will take a related uh, theme, you know, which is, uh, uh, before I get to the theme, in the Manasi Poya regarding confirmation samayatana namali vishuddha kurbana ke tayara nikanari, confirmation samayatana. And there is one verse that particularly uh, is used in that service. I will remove the heart of flesh, heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And that's again Pravajaganda Vakyam. Our transformation in a Vishuddha Yukarasul, that our hearts of stones be transformed into a heart of flesh. Our Prakriya, Manasil Vachandani, our Vakyam, he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Appan Marana Hudem, Makkali Lekum, Makkala Hudem, Appan Marlekum, Nedapikim, Enorana Vakim. This is interestingly the last verse in the Old Testament. Anyway, last Testament why is this located as the last verse in the Old Testament? Right? And then there is 400 years of silence and then the New Testament context starts. Right? So it, it bothered me of all the verses that could have been there. Why is this topic so significant for God? That he placed it at the last verse of the Old Testament as the prophetic voice. And in that, uniquely, the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers. Right? Why the father? In okay, Chindi Chagari, in the Pidava, Papa Maricha Shesha Mani, Waki, the Guru, Padigan, or the Sahir, or the other, Sadar Nangan, Papa, which you will give. That is how I normally deal with questions. But I couldn't get the response I wanted from commentaries and all that. So I called. Uh, a known friend to both of us, Dr. Nisi John, who was, uh, I think, close to about 90 years now. He's a scholar in the Old Testament and was the principal of UTC, which we know that Achan studied. I called Achan and asked him, Achan, why is this 
placed here and why is it significantly referring to fathers and why not as parents or why some other words and he said he did some research and told me that interestingly the father is the custodian of all moral instruction in the home the father in the judeo-christian understanding is the custodian of all moral instruction on the home so the spiritual role of the father is being uh, being underlined here and that is a very significant lesson for someone like me the general understanding is that and no offense to men here or fathers here the general understanding is the father goes does the bread and the mother takes care of all the spiritual aspects of the home right but then it's interesting that it said here that the fathers the heart of the fathers need to turn to the children or to the sons and to the heart of the children to the fathers very interesting proposition because in the judeo christian understanding the father is the son is the custodian of all moral instruction achana malayalam uvayithu nay pramanam seriyalla jinu adu pora dharmi lokadeshathinte aagathuga enna parayu malayalathil parayu i found it very interesting the sum total of all moral instruction the custodian is the father very interesting proposition so we look at this a little bit detail so we want to quickly move on so this is about fathers and mothers and sons and daughters and while i use fathers and sons as illustration this is going to be applicable for everyone for mothers and daughters and mothers and sons and fathers and daughters so i will tell you the context a little bit i titled today's discussion as the beauty and the possibility of god's design devat in the designil pida putra bandhangal allenge madavum putrinum putriyum thammarulla bandhangal aa bandhathinulla significance ne kurichu nammal chindikkan povum when i think of the situation at my own home i have teenage two teenage boys now 17 and 12 there was a period about 3 or 4 years back in in our life when my son and i were driving the boat in different directions avan oru thottu velikkan njan oru thottu njangal prarthichana kuchine valathiyadu you know there is there is an rebis here she knows us quite intensely and there are other people who would know we we try to raise our child this normal christian way but it was clear he loved me and i loved him but it was clear he was rowing the boat in one direction and i was rowing, rowing it in another direct, uh, direction and i would often tell him eda mone nee njanu oru directionil vallam tholanjal it will be good right it will be good for both of us so there will be points of tension in my home where we would try to row the boat in a certain direction and this was became very significant and while i tell this loosely and quickly three key insights out of this right one that he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers nammal effort edukkonnondalla idu nadakkunnathu it is god's providence that makes this happen he is the source of the training to of the turning right it's very clear inna nammal holy eucharist ne kurichu chindichuvengil chindikkuvengil god is the source of that providence our memory and nammal orkunnu at the eucharist at the lord's table in a little bit right so number one he is the source of this turning 
ഞാൻ എത്ര കൊണ്ട് പിടിച്ചാലും ഇറ്റ് വാസ് നോട്ട് റിയലി ത്രോയിങ് ഇൻ ദ സെയിം ഡയറക്ഷൻ റൈറ്റ് ദേർ വാസ് നത്തിങ് എക്സ്റ്റേണലി റോങ് വിത്ത് അസ് ബട്ട് ഇൻ ദ ഹാർട്ട് ഓഫ് ഹാർട്ട്സ് ഐ ന്യൂ ദാറ്റ് ഹി വാസ് നോട്ട് ഇൻ സിങ്ക് വിത്ത് മീ ഐ വാസ് നോട്ട് ഇൻ സിങ്ക് വിത്ത് ഹിം റൈറ്റ് ബട്ട് ദേർ വാസ് എ മൊമെന്റ് ഇൻ ദ കൺഫർമേഷൻ പീരിയഡ് and this was after daddy passed away interestingly uh, that uh, that we had he had an encounter with god and i had in our relationship an encounter with god right we happened to go for this camp idoru father son camp ayirunnu ya patha class ilana avan patha class yeyinappol yan paranjada camp flop aanayirun namukku rendu verku onnu poi we will spend some time together at least even if the camp is flop we would have spent the time together right so let's do some father son bonding so we went without much preparation not expect not knowing what to expect and uh, god was transforming our lives at that place this was the key words from that camp and this is how this became a very integral part of and during this time he was going through the confirmation uh, classes at eastbury church which i should refer to so interestingly god chose to turn the heart of me as a father to my child in the way he wanted to shape it and his heart turned to me we were in tears right through the camp right through the camp we were in tears god the holy spirit was moving in our lives our transformation the session not that we don't make mistakes the shouting matches at home used to be shorter we would make the mistake we would fall and yet we would recover quickly and i was t- i was telling somebody the learning of skiing orikkal jeevathil orikkal njan ski eduthullu when i used to live in california lake tahoe uh, uh, mountains we went for skiing jeevan was about 3 or 4 years old at that time jeevan would learn uh, our elder son would learn skiing very quickly but for me with all my weight it was difficult to learn skiing because the key in skiing is you fall down you wake up you fall down you get up quickly you fall down you get up quickly for the children it's very easy they fall down they pull themselves up very quickly but as adults we find it very difficult in our father son relationship this is now what happens when we fall down we recover very quickly he it's a race to who tells sorry first between my son and i and what happened is that transformation around the same time at confirmation now he takes it so seriously the uh, the lord's table that in the compass that we both share as father and son he writes that i shouldn't be shouting to my parents i didn't tell him to write that he wrote it himself now that may not be very significant uh, for you as you listen but i'm telling the joy that comes out of an aligned life the beauty and possibility of god's design in the home is just to be experienced now we are working with the church of south india to integrate this program into the life of the church we're doing the pilot at east parade and god willing and i'm sharing with achin that at some time this becomes an integral part of the confirmation process of of uh, of the father and the son or the mother and the son or the father and the daughter or the mother and the daughter whichever the combination is they go together for the camp examine their life and make sure that before the child takes and partakes in the communion they take their relationship at the lord's altar and the table and and offer this as an offering so that is the background there was a need for the heart of me as a father to turn to my child and there was a need 
for my heart of my son to be turned to me. And when God does that, when God writes his law on the tablets of our hearts, he writes it. It doesn't change. It is God who told him, said I shouldn't be shouting to my... We try to tell him, no, we can't communicate through shouting with each other. Right? We would do that in anger. We would lose ourselves. The Bible is very clear. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. While it says children, obey your parents for the children, it says fathers, do not exasperate your your children. Right? So it was difficult for us to practice this at home. But then when God chose to write the law in his heart and my heart, it became a very interesting experience. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. The scripture, when I look at the scripture, it is replete with this father-son imagery. Right? The children have rebelled against me. Scripture, I started studying this topic. Scripture is replete with the father-son imagery. It's very interesting. The full uh, scripture you would find image after image after image which talk about their relationship. Right? The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that model, that relationship, if that can be the husband, wife and children. I believe Ostatya Sirmeni has written about this, the image of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit uh, relationship and their bonding and their alignment as a model for the home. For the husband, wife, for the father, son and the mother, mother, daughter and all those relationships. If that becomes our model, that becomes very powerful. This alignment punctuated Jesus' life. You look at this alignment. This alignment punctuated Jesus' life. Open bracket. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Even in the prayer book, even in the Jan Prasad, the Rikin. Yes, you do that. Parishes, Susha, Arambeki, and Mumba, Pundaya, Asheri. Right? That open bracket, technology, so open braces is this. Right? And then you see the closed braces of his, of his earthly ministry. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Closed braces. And even when he was living inside, all through the program of life, when it was early in the morning, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place. That alignment punctuated his life. Every day of his life, he would align himself with God. Friends, this is that alignment, that beauty, that possibility that Jesus demonstrated at home. Jesus demonstrated with his father. That is why he has sent us as husbands and wives and parents and children into this home, into this world. And then he says in John 17 in the high priestly prayer that they all may be one. Just as you are in me and I am in you. That they all may be one. Right? This comes from Jesus. That alignment and our church 
we have to think whether it reflects that quality of unity. It is from the home that this starts. Because home is the laboratory where love is nurtured. That between the father and the son and the mother and the daughter and whatever be that relationship and the husband and the wife, this is the laboratory where we experiment this love and train this love so that then that becomes the nucleus of the world order which Christ envisioned. And then when he says, do this in remembrance of me, to be members of my body in this life, we do this training at the home between the father and the son and the husband and the wife and the mother and the daughter. And the Eucharist is the meal then that empowers us to do this mission in this world. This morning, the call is for that alignment. To look at our homes as we celebrate the family. To look at our homes and look at the father, son, mother, daughter, husband, wife relationships. This program became a movement in the church or is in the process of becoming a movement in the church. And then I suddenly realized I get into contact with people with broken relationships. But people started sharing things which are extremely uh, hurting. One guy over a coffee told me, you know, I have nothing to celebrate. Nothing coffee, coffee day in Bangalore. Because he gets to see his son only once every two weeks, and that too in the premises of a court. That is the order. How do I remember? Not, not from the Bangalore church, but in the larger CSI church. He says, do you know, I have nothing to celebrate. When my friends put things on the Facebook page, what do I put? I don't have anything to show as a family. My 10-year-old, I don't know how he's growing up. With deep hurt, we spend one and a half hours. Another youth member came forward and said, you know, I have trouble with the alcoholism of my father. It's, and I've never enjoyed a relationship with my dad. Do I carry that into my home? He's now married. The model that we are as a father and mother, our children are carrying it into the next generation. Knowingly or unknowingly, we are carrying those images into the home, into the next home. And that, friends, that possibility and the beauty is what God intends us to give. The memories, the Eucharist is a meal that invokes us to that memory, that call that God is calling us to, to be restorers of that home, to be bringing that restoration. This is not our effort, by the way. It is He who does that. And that's what we acknowledge. It's not our human effort. With all my qualifications, all my wisdom, I could not. I could not. It is God the Holy Spirit who writes the tablet, the law in the tablet of our hearts. Jeremiah 31, 33. When he writes that, it will be changed. Right? So, so now I'll put a video on and see this, uh, see, see this and reflect our home. You can play that video. Slightly longish one, but four and a half minutes, bear with it. It's a good one. It moves me to tears every time I look at it. I hope I can control the emotions. 